Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is the Ticket Water Cooler here on 93.7 The Ticket. And as usual on Tuesdays, we've reached out to Brian Munson of Husker Online. 50 Cent fan. That's why we're playing in the club. How he's about a that, big, Brian? He's a big 50 Cent fan. He is a big 50, 50 Cent fan. <laughs> well, in any case, so we'll welcome Brian on. Our, are you a big 50 Cent fan? I, I am, man. I work out listening to 50 Cent mm-hmm. and Tupac and Notorious B.I.G. every day. Oh, yeah. You still do. Oh, uh, he sent yeah. us the well, playlist. What are you trying to say here, man? Am I too old to listen to, to 50 Cent now or what? Well, yeah, I mean, you, uh, you just don't look like maybe you would uh, be ready for uh, the, the, that type of life. I don't know. But man, I, it's, I don't know if it's about age, but. <laughs> I got I got I got Little Wayne. I got I got all that stuff. So I, that's all my music I listen to earlier on in the morning, man. It it, it gets me up and then I'll mm-hmm. I'll switch in some the more traditional like Metallica stuff. Motley Crue, whatever, but but usually I'm I'm on I'm on a big hip hop uh, uh, binged binged listening thing in the morning right now. Oh, nice. Well, I guess if that gets you in, in the I mood to, you, to attack your day, I know Brian Munson better than you know Brian Munson. How about that? Come on, <laughs> that's yeah, that's pretty crazy. Well, in any case, uh, we got some Husker news to get to uh, with you, Brian. Here, um, obviously, the, the biggest one is Marcus Washington, but even bigger than that for most Husker fans is the the lack of the balloon release, which has uh, been going on for a long time. Do you see this as a tradition that's gonna gonna sting Nebraska fans as they let it go, or do you think this is something that could easily be replaced. Wow! Listen to you, you, you guys. You worked in "Let It Go" right there too. Wow, that <laughs> nice. was uh, well placed. Um, I, obviously, I think there's some traditionalists that can't separate, you know, what's going on in the world, and if there is really an environmental thing, or if this is more like, hey, let's give up on this thing and let's 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 die on another hill and and whatever. But to me, honestly, uh, you know, like if I have to go back and and hear about all the all the recruits reactions and whatever you know the the balloons maybe get mentioned one every 50 to 100 times and in me if i'm building a an experience back about what makes nebraska special or lincoln special on a game day weekend uh, balloons is somewhere mentioned you know way later on down the list um i i i i get some of the frustration because i think nebraska fans just want things to go back to the way they were in the 90s and unfortunately, there's a, and a great amount of rework that has to happen there with the rosters. And, and, and unfortunately, times are a change in when it comes to things like that. So go ahead and give up this part. And hopefully Nebraska gets back to winning here later on in the fall. Brian, I'm going to lay you out a situation. And I explained this to Bach last segment. And I want to know your thoughts. It's kind of crazy how similar these two situations are. So Kentucky football in 2021, their recruiting class overall ranked 23 transfer rating six. They're coming off a five and six season. The next season with those transfers, they end up going 10 and three. We fast forward to this year for the 2022 class for Nebraska, 31st overall ranking that transfer ranking six, the same that Kentucky was last year. They were three and nine. Can you see a 10 and three season on the, on the come up for Nebraska? Um, man, that's, uh, that's, that's a little, that is a little twilight zone right Mm -hmm. there. Um, 
I don't know. I, I, I think that that's a, that's a pretty significant jump. Obviously, Kentucky's able to pull it off. Uh, it, it would be something that Nebraska would be capable of doing. It's just this team last year found found ways to lose ball games, And, it, and I, you could see the frustration on, on Coach Scott Frost's face on the sideline. And there's obviously some things here from a confidence perspective that they have just got to get back in there when it comes to understanding, you know, who they are and that what that team has, the team opposite them has got to do to beat them, particularly at home. And they don't have that mentality and, and, and they need to get back to doing that. So I, I think that Nebraska is bringing in the right guys, particularly through the transfer portal process. I think that Nebraska still feels really, really, really good about the, the freshman classes that they have brought in the last couple, three years. So I think that that, that part there, they're going to, they're going to leverage pretty heavily. Um, I think that that 10 and three mark is a little aggressive. Um, I can see Nebraska certainly having a much better season in the fall than, than what they did last year, but I'm more around that seven to eight mark in, in my opinion, after kind of looking at that schedule. And, uh, of course, the latest news can't hurt is that Marcus Washington, the transfer from Texas, obviously has some chemistry with Casey Thompson there. Uh, what do you what do you expect to see out of Marcus Washington? Is this a, is this a depth type of deal, or is this a potential starter? Well, I think it's got to be a starter. Um, I don't think Nebraska would, would take a, a depth guy here where they're, where they're currently kind of sitting at with the, the defensive line kind of situation pretty well shored up, grabbing a, a, a big-time get in Kane Williams, a guy that's got big-time versatility, and then a wide receiver pops up and you go, hmm, I don't know how that really would have fit into like what I was kind of thinking about earlier on when it came to the roster management, but it did to Nebraska. But with Xavier Betts out and not coming back to the team, Nebraska really needed to try to find that second or third option to kind of, kind of get in there behind Palmer, somebody else that can kind of – you know, and and I think that you, you kind of hit the nail on the head. Um, you got a, you got some chemistry already with Casey Thompson. This is going to help out with, you know, settling him down, giving him a, a, a basically a target that he is familiar with. Uh, you've got plenty of other guys there with with Manning and Palmer and Alante Brown and, and on and on and on. There's so many guys there now that that are in that in that stable of wide receivers that they can find ways to, to keep guys fresh, to keep guys going in there. But when you bring in a guy like Washington, you you want him to figure into the immediate picture. You want him to be a weapon. I think he's a good complementary piece. I think he's a, a, a good steady target that's that's got that's really reliable. And I think that he will do wonders when it comes to, you know, getting a guy like Casey to have, you know, something on the field that he has chemistry with when it comes to making the change from Big Twelve Texas to Big Twelve Big Ten Nebraska. Brian, we kind of started the off season with a lot of question marks. So starting at quarterback, the coaching staff answer with Casey Thompson, Chubba Purdy. Then you kind of look at the defensive line, O'Shawn Mathis, Devin Drew, uh, Stefan Wynn, to name a few. Then you look at the receiving room, the, the coaching staff answered again with Trey Palmer, uh, uh, now Marcus Washington. I think the big question for Husker fans now is the offensive line. Do you think this, this transfer portal situation is done, or do you think there's still more, more to be done here? You know, I, I really kind of felt like offensive line would – get addressed a little bit more I think Nebraska must feel a little bit more like you know they've got some guys that are out on injury that they feel a little bit better when they get those guys back into the fold 
I would be a little surprised uh, if there was somebody out there that they hadn't already reached out to that we didn't already know about when it came to the transfer portal. Um, so I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I, I really could have seen an offensive lineman and I really could have probably seen like a one and done tight end. I just, I feel like they've got a couple of question marks there, obviously a tight end that we just don't know enough about what's going on with Fedoni. We don't know, you know, Vocalix had struggled with some injuries since he got there. Hickman's been banged up, the, you know, basic uh, for a lot of the time he's been in there in Lincoln. Um, and I really felt like a one-and-done kind of tight end could have helped out when it came to shoring up the offense. But I, I, uh, those two positions aside, uh, you know, going where they did, they addressed a lot of other key areas and, and needed to get over there on the defensive side of football and really boost their numbers. But I, I'm a little bit surprised as well that offensive line wasn't addressed, and I would be surprised, however, kind of moving forward, if there was a guy that was out there that they really felt like, you know, this was a, a guy that was worth kind of bringing in for, what is it, their 16th or their 17th transfer uh, basically into this class. So I, I, I'd be a little bit surprised if they made another roster addition before fall. Um, but then again, you know, there were guys like Kane Williams and Marcus Washington that, that we didn't know about, uh, you know, up to the point where they went into the transfer portal that we didn't think that Nebraska would be interested in a wide receiver or defensive back either. Is the offensive line or the lack of addressing the offensive line? Now they got Kevin Williams Jr. and Hunter Anthony, but um, some people would, would like to see more of that. Is that uh, due to a supply issue, I suppose, in the portal of offensive linemen, or what do you what do you kind of make of it? Yeah, I think it is. I think that there were a few guys that went went they, that they were interested in um, that went different directions right away. Uh, and I think that also that when Nebraska kind of went back and, and thought about where they were at with, you know, key injuries and, and getting some guys back, you know, Teddy and, and Turner and, and, and um, when you get a, a, Husk, a, a Henry Lutowski back, you know, and you, and you get some guys back and healthy, what, where those transfer portal guys kind of fit in anyway, and what you're kind of the pieces you're trying to play with a little bit. Um, you know, I, I I think unless you could go out there and, and find yourself that, that one guy that was just going to absolutely just displace somebody that was on that offensive line, but, you know, maybe maybe potentially as a center. Um, but I, I just don't I don't think that they really found what they were kind of looking for. And, and the guys that they did identify earlier on in the process last fall, all those guys kind of went a different direction when it, than it, when it came to Nebraska. So Nebraska got a couple of guys, serviceable guys, guys that I think are going to fit into the rotation. Um, I just I don't think that the guys that they had targeted earlier on were really all that interested in Nebraska. But um, who knows? Sometimes that has a way of working out for you too. Brian, what does this say about Scott Frost? I mean, there there is certainly numerous question marks going into this offseason. And for the most part, he's he's answered all of Husker fans' wishes, right? I mean, quarterback, coaching staff, skill players, defense. He's answered all these all all these questions. So does this make you more optimistic in him moving forward, or is this just kind of all of his eggs are in one basket because he has to make it work this season? No, I think that this has to turn the page to complete optimism. I mean, the one part that you that you list that you list didn't list out on, on your list of other things that I would have put on there too the recruiting staff and just yeah. the recruiting efforts. Yeah. I, I think that I think by bringing in Vince Ginta, I think by, by ratcheting up things, you know, to go ahead and get the, the neighboring States going to, to key on uh, Kansas city market, um, getting going in Texas and Louisiana, st- you know, staying active in Georgia. Um, they are doing a bang up job right now during the evaluation period and getting offers out there that the, the official visitor list is, 
pretty impressive. It's a pretty impressive group. The three guys they brought in last weekend, um, just uh, three guys that arguably are at the top of their list that are out of the Kansas City area or the, na- the neighboring state Kansas City area, I guess I should say, with Derby, Kansas not being necessarily there. But uh, I, I'm, what I'm trying to say is I think I think that this is reason for Nebraska fans to get optimistic about things. I, I don't know if they've answered all the questions. He's gone out and made a ton of moves. And I think it's just about now kind of putting all those pieces together. You've got a you've got a long summer now of kind of building that chemistry, getting a chance for these guys to gel. I, I, I think Nebraska coaches, if they're quietly sitting in a room somewhere, they're hoping that Purdy stays healthy through the through the entire summer because I think that they would really want to see what it would be like to have a little bit more of a competitive environment there, you know, for Casey Thompson through the summer into fall camp, see how he responds, see see what happens when he's pushed a little bit. You know, even even Harburg, you know, him being hurt too, like bring in another guy that just gives a chance to like give somebody else something to look at and see, you know, he's he w- he looked incredibly different than the other guys that were all taking snaps before him that day. And it was just it just one of those things to kind of get another idea and something else to kind of take a look at as well. But I think that Nebraska coaches need some quarterback health into fall camp just to kind of get a better picture of what's kind of going on with their starter. Uh, one final question for you, Brian, before you let you go, and it's uh, it's it's kind of hard to do anything long term, obviously, with not knowing what's going to happen uh, this upcoming season for the staff. But do you see this NIL and transfer portal thing working out for Nebraska? Maybe not to the tune of sixteen recruits per year, but do you do you think that they'll take about ten guys a year, kind of depending on on what they have, considering the NIL backing that they that they have, you know, kind of as 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 a, a weapon, I suppose, that other schools don't. I think that that's part of the commitment here that Scott Frost and his staff need to need to make because that's what it's really going to take for them to 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 basically you know be successful in Lincoln is going to is going to take some constant roster management. There's a there's two lanes maybe now that they have to kind of start managing. You have your your regular your regular traditional classes that get signed in every December, every February, and then you have your attrition that's going on that's 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 natural. That, that some stuff that maybe you can't see like a Casey Rogers, but then you have to be able to get into the portal and find ways to get guys to Lincoln. And um, those are absolutely. They'll, they'll be leveraging NIL. They'll be leveraging opportunities. Both of those things were mentioned, of course, you know, throughout the whole the whole course of the the spring. You know, with guys like Kane Williams, who was just looking to leave Tuscaloosa because he was looking for a better opportunity to get on the football field. So I think that I think both things play in. It's just a matter of where guys are kind of at with where they are and and where they kind of end up leaving and kind of saying, this is what's important to me as I go kind of try to find another better situation for me someplace else. But I, I do believe Nebraska has certainly a lot of things going for them and they have to be active in the portal when it comes to their, their bettering their roster every single time, basically they should, they should be in there all the time. Their nose is in the transfer portal, trying to see if there's somebody that they're interested in at all times. He is Brian Munson of Husker online. Brian, thanks again for joining us today. All right, guys, be good. All right, there he goes. Brian Munson, our regular guest there. And it's kind of interesting, too, when you think about it. Would you rather um, have a high-ranking recruiting class or a high-ranking transfer portal class these days? Um, the transfer portal, you think, is immediate impact. The recruiting rankings is, you know, down the line. So I guess it, dep- it depends on kind of what you need. And but. that's something, too, about the transfer portal is down the line might not be down the line. A lot of these kids are transferring. Right. So, I mean, you can get these kids out of high school – 
What's telling you in two years they don't play, they're going to transfer anyways? Yeah. Though I guess like a guy like Kane Williams could still be some more of like a long-term, you know, if you can, you can get, you know, true freshman or redshirt freshman sophomores out of the recruiting, or excuse me, the transfer portal as well. Right. Uh, that don't project right away. And, and maybe Kane will. I'm just saying, you know, it's it wouldn't be the end right. of the world for that scholarship if, uh, if he doesn't quite this year. So uh, kind of interesting stuff. We'll dive into that a little bit more. Also, Lat Mayan has gone pro in Australia. <laughs> so we'll talk about that too. Coming up next here on the Ticket Water Cooler and 93.7 The Ticket.